There it is, PKN, episode 168. We were just yes. talking about UFC 217. Oh, it was amazing. It Ch- was amazing. Chiz kind of paid his debt in that I guess he paid me for no reason three months ago. Well, he paid you because you were going on and on about me not having paid you yet. So he paid me on your behalf, and yeah. now he's saying that's his payment to me. Well, God, you guys I, are terrible well, we about both... paying. <laughs> well, it's it's more that you were just, you know, you were... I wanted to be paid for my winnings. Yeah, I was making a big deal. No, this is it. See, the thing is, I want to actually make bets. So, like, if you win, I will actually pay you. And if I win, I should actually get paid. It doesn't work the other way. It doesn't work, like, if I pay and then don't, don't get paid. And, like, that's not fair. Well, it's never been that somebody was trying to not pay you. It was that last time, it was that I had paid you, but you were checking the wrong PayPal. Mm. Well, I told you which PayPal to pay. Is that true, or is that fake news? Well, is that- I wasn't. I wasn't the one operating the PayPal. Yeah, right. Kitty, I told him Kitty which PayPal, PayPal to gave me, and then Kitty just logged in and paid some other one. So it wasn't really like I fucked up, you know. Which is how Kyle just told that story. It. it yeah, we sit. We put the we put the money in in your left pocket instead of your right. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I I don't even know how many PayPal's I have. I click on LastPass and it just goes right. I, I, I this is look. not my problem. <laughs> well, it is when I say pay me here, and then I check it to see if I'm paid. So I think I'm not paid. I, I, I'll put it in your back pocket. You'll, it, You'll put it in the pocket I tell you to put it in. That's how you pay people. I know you like <laughs> it in the back pocket. That's where you're going. <laughs> uh, open but the fly, aside, slip it in. That's the, the I asked for it in a particular way. No. So, so it was fucking excellent. So you haven't paid, Every bit and Chiz kind of paid. Well, you owe Chiz $3, the, yeah. the way it, it seems. That's so unfair. Apparently, Chiz gave me $13.37, elite payment, uh, back on August 31st. I didn't even notice it. And uh, and Chiz, I think Chiz only owed me 5 I don't know. I might owe him well, 8 Well, see, he was paying it, you yeah. on my behalf because you were talking about the bet so much. And, and he kind of wanted to move Which along. Which is it's my someone right. Who bets very rarely. There's nothing more annoying than like when I'm like, hey, I'll bet you $10 this fucking team wins or something. And then I win the bet and they're like, oh, I've only got a 20 here. You just owe me 10. And it's like, no, 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 this isn't now like I owe you money. <laughs> I, I should like, of course, I need the 20 to get my 10. But doesn't that bother you a little bit? Like when they don't have enough to pay you exactly. Like it's if I bet totally you $50 unfair to watch Kyle flip this like I'm the asshole. Right? Wouldn't you be like, oh, now I'm on the hook for 50 to give back to Taylor. Like. A little bit or no? Doesn't even factor in. Taylor, I'm clearly not the asshole here. I say pay this PayPal and I'm the dick because he pays some other one I thought I wasn't paid. And then Chiz pays me for no reason and now I'm in debt. And like, th- th- I don't know. Anyway. I, uh, as the mediator, I'm, I'm sensing a little dickery all about. Oh, I literally little- copy and paste the email address into the Skype. $5 here. And then when that's not done, I think I'm unpaid, but really they've slipped it to some other account. That's you guys need fair. to up the betting total. Like, mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. the $5 thing, make it all 50 from here on out. That way it's like Whoa, there's big more, spender. more pressure to, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's big spending compared to what you, you guys are usually betting. Like I know. Five. <laughs> I'm saying. Woody just makes it not fun when we bet. That's, you make it not fun. See, it's great. That's so not fair. Woody makes it not fun when I welch on bets. That's what you should be saying. On bets. That's what you, you should just, say. You know, when I welch on you bets, act like I'm Woody a expects payment. Who, that, who you're never going to see again when clearly I, my, my, my intention is to get you the money. And, and you're just, you know, you kind of harass us about the bets and make a big deal of it. I would have paid you at the conclusion of the fights. That's what Lozon does. 
Lozon and I, the, the, the ref's still making the announcement and we're getting paid. There's no welching going on. Well, you should bet with, with Lozon from now on. So oh. you get that money immediately and you can invest it and start I getting do. interest off I, of I, it. Like I can show you my winnings. He made, <laughs> in fairness to be, Lozon made me sign up for a Venmo account. Are you guys familiar with Venmo? It's no. like yes. the new PayPal, I guess. It's what all the kids are using. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, $5 PayPal bet, which is our standard like bet you know, a challenge. And he's like, no, it's Venmo now. So now I have a Venmo account with $5 in it and I don't know what to do or how to handle that. (laughs) Next bet. Yeah. I I didn't like that either. When like friends were like, oh yeah, like uh, I'll just put dinner on my card. Just Venmo me $20. Like now I need to download a different app (laughs) to do something. And then eventually I'm going to buy dinner and you'll pay me into Venmo. And then I'll just have money in a Venmo account. That's exactly the situation. Like, <laughs> what does Venmo do that PayPal doesn't? Nothing. Oh, Zero uh, percent. User interface, I think, is the difference. Like, you can send money via text and stuff. So, like, like let's say that uh, I pick up lunch or something, but I'm, we're going to split it. You can easily just, like, it's so quick and simple to just send me, whatever, $8.27 via Venmo. And whereas in PayPal, it's like an ordeal, apparently. I, I it takes almost a week to pay someone in PayPal. Because, you back uh, me up on this, Kyle. The, I, I just Venmo, don't Venmo have is, the password. I, it so it rotates good. like every week, and I, I don't have it. And she's been busy, so I couldn't get her to do it. The annoying thing with Venmo <laughs> is that like you always have like all my friends at least and I know all everybody uses this they fuck around with it so uh-huh. like when I use it I, I like to do it seriously so if Kyle bought dinner I'd be like all right 40 20 dollars to Kyle for food cuz you put in the delivery line what it is all of my friends send it with either cocaine uh, prostitution <laughs> uh, just made up things that like they think are jokey but it's like hey if one of us wants to run for office later we're going to have to explain all these $4 <laughs> prostitutes that we're apparently purchasing for one another these very yeah. cheap prostitutes I'm going to look very cheap <laughs> it's a, honestly they all seem to be the same price as a Frisco melt because that's what they really were you know, you go back and check the price of a Frisco melt from you know 2016 and <laughs> and I'll confirm that but yeah I wish everybody would just do PayPal yeah. I, I, I wish everyone would just PayPal. do one. I'm kind of flexible. My money's in PayPal, but uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I've never I, even paid anyone in Venmo. I, I won but my back, back to the card, mm. that was one of the best, most entertaining uh, UFC cards they've ever put on. You had three belts changing hands, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, GSP looked not quite as good as he used to, but plenty good to take out Michael Bisping. It seemed. Oh, he won? Although, yeah, he GSP won. Yeah. Uh, Cody Garbrandt. Uh, and, and all the co- lost and, uh, in both the Garbrandt fight and the, uh, Bisping fight, I thought they were doing well in their first round. I, like, like the, especially in Cody's Cody won his first round and, and kind of 10, eight, uh, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, saved by the buzzer there at the end. The, um, what's his name is on the ground, uh, TJ and, uh, but Rose, Rose comes out and fucking mauls, G- uh, Merkter. Joanna. Merkley. It was, yeah. uh, it was very impressive. Joanna looked jerky and twitchy, and uh, she was hitting, maintaining perfect distance, and then throwing feints everywhere, and then lunging in with lefts and rights, and just knocks her down, and then submits her with strikes. It was, it, it was a complete 
dominant victory in the first round. It was very fun to watch. Rogan is screaming, like losing his fucking shit. The whole crowd can't believe it. Joanna doesn't know where the hell she is. Mm -hmm. And Rose is just like, I'm just a regular person, y'all. Just try to be nice to each other. This belt don't mean nothing. (laughs) This is just entertainment. Be nice to each other. That's what's important. Uh, It was amazing. I don't know about you. When I watched striking... That's a good winning speech. (laughs) What's her name? Uh, Rose Namayubas. All right, she's one of my favorites now. All right. I should watch the fight. Her her nickname uh, is Thug. Yeah, she's got Lithuanian. Yeah, that's that's where the name comes from. They they all got fucked up last names. She's American, though. Because Taylor might not know. Um, Um, What was I going to say? Oh, when I watch... See, when I watch grappling, I, I can really tell who's doing well, who's not doing well, who's being slick and getting away with stuff, setting traps. When I watch striking... I mean, I can tell who's punching who, but like, a great example of this, Joe Lozon versus Anthony Pettis, right? Fight lasted about a minute and a half. For like a minute and 20 seconds, Joe was winning, right? He, he was hitting the guy more than he was getting hit. Everything was going well. And then Pettis saw what he needed to see, and he kicked Joe in like the neck sort of chin area and turned his lights off, right? So who got the better of that striking? Like you might say like, oh, everything was going well except for that, you know, one kick. Or you might say like, no, that, that's not how striking goes. He was measuring him. He was waiting t- until he saw what he needed to see and, and then he executed on it. So I was watching uh, Rose, the Thug Rose, let's call her that. I was watching Thug Rose do her thing and I'm like, ah, yeah, but she's not as good a striker, right? Everyone just knows that she can't beat Joanna Champion in striking. So God, you know, she Joanna must be a former champion. <laughs> she must be that's a nickname people give her. But yeah, Joanna X champion, whatever. Uh she must be measuring her. She must be Oh yeah, that she knocked her down. I bet she didn't mean for that to happen. And then the second <laughs> knockdown, she never she didn't let her up. Yeah. Bow, 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 she just bow, bow. And, those the, lefts. The <laughs> thing is, you can you can really punch yourself out if you don't finish the other person on the ground. And Thug Rose was just burning every last bit of energy into ending the fight. And I was like, what happens if this doesn't end the fight? She'll oh, be exhausted. I, did over, man. I didn't. Like, like, Joanna was like in the fetal position, like on her knees, trying to cover up, but not doing it effectively because like her brain wasn't working well. So like her left hand wasn't over her head. And Rose is just, she's got one hand like holding her and the, and the left is just pummeling. She hit her in the head like eight times in a row. She did. (laughs) That fast. Joanna, Joanna tapped to strikes, which some people make a really big deal about. They feel like that's a cowardly way to lose a fight. I don't understand actually. I'm tapping to strikes to me is just like tapping to arm bar or knee bar. You do that so that you don't get injured. You know, like sometimes you realize it's not your night and you tap out. It depends um, on the strikes, just like it depends on... All right, so I'll give you a perfect example. We, we've seen But I was going somewhere with that. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so Joanna tapped out with strikes, and she doesn't know. I watched her give interviews that night and the next day saying that she didn't tap out to strikes. And uh, that was like, like wow. Like, that to me implies that she was kind of getting beat up there. Her head's not working. She needs to rewatch the tape. She clearly tapped the strikes. Everybody saw it. Rogan saw it. We saw it. She tapped. It, it, it was, and she still insists that she didn't. Yeah. It, well, you see sometimes someone will get in a rear naked choke and they won't even try to defend it. They're just like, ah, oh, my way out. Here it is. And I guess there's uh, people who might do that to strikes as well. Like when the strikes aren't 
serious strikes. I mean, if in her position though, she was yeah. She, I didn't think she was getting out of there. And Rose was just Rose had twenty more of those in her. You know, <sighs> like Rose was gonna beat her ear off her fucking head. It it, it wasn't gonna end well. Um, that was wonderful uh, watching Rose win like that. We all said before the fight, like, I wish Rose would win, but I just don't think she can. Yeah, you know. I, I were all I of your guys' that. bets on the Bisbing uh, we made Pierre fight? Two bets. Uh, some were straight up. Kyle and I had a straight up bet on the Bisbing Pierre. Or, yeah, Jean- Saint Pierre. Yeah. Saint Pierre. Thank you. Fight. And uh, and then the other was we picked all the fights through the night, and whoever got the most right uh, got won the pool. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like, I, I, I just watched the, the ending of the Bisping uh, St. Pierre one. Right. And it's like, you can tell Bisping's in trouble on like the down of that 16th elbow. Like, because <laughs> like, like for the first like six of them, I'm like, ah, how many of these are even hitting? He'll, he'll push them back and get off. And it's like, ah, no, this is like a death by a thousand cuts right now. We're just enough of that elbow's getting through. It looks. You're totally Nothing right. Looks as unpleasant as losing in the UFC. Like <laughs> I, I still no. have so little understanding of why you could get your ass beat like that and be like, you know what, just got to get back in the game and everything. Like I feel like watching that game tape in football in the NFL, it'll be like, hey, see that right there? You're a corner. You just got blown by. Everybody in the stadium knows you look like a fool. And it's like, yeah, but do you see that bitch getting her teeth knocked out? The other night, like <laughs> I'd rather be that guy. Like I'll tell you what, Bisping, there's no sport where it's worse to lose than in, in the UFC. In the Bisping fight, I, I would if I have to pick one of those guys to uh, to be, I'd pick Bisping because GSP today looks like shit, he and he'll never does. look the same after what Bisping did to him. GSP got Bisping down, and his and his wrestling wasn't as good, and his top game didn't look as good, and Bisping's bottom game is fucking top notch. He's cutting GSP from the bottom with these elbows like he's got razor blades on him, like he's a fighting cock. He cuts the bridge of his nose open like a razor. He cuts the top of his forehead open like it's a razor. And when, when they get up, it's like, who who got the better of that? Clearly Bisping did because one of these guys' face is covered with blood and the other one's like, all right, come on, come on. You know on. why I like that so much? I'd rather be the guy who wins. Because people don't practice elbows, right? Like, you know, if, if, if we're regularly sparring and we both got 16 ounce gloves on, then we can hit each other. Elbows, though, like you break training partners using elbows. You can't use elbows yeah. and knees, really, in sparring. So these guys are just good enough athletes that they're pulling it off against guys like GSP when the lights are shining, having barely practiced elbows from the bottom like that. Then he cut yeah. them open. And I didn't see a post-fight picture, but GSP, like the bridge of his nose was cut, right? And up here too. Okay. Um, I saw two big cuts. Um, (sighs) I I think there might have been three. I I, I just can't remember the spot of the third one. I think it was above his eyebrow line. But... Kyle's pointing I mean, to his forehead as the other cuts if you're listening on audio. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, one thing that's that's sort of telling is GSP wasn't there for the post-fight interviews. He was at the hospital getting stitched up. Bisping's there. Like, oh, it was rough, but now I'm going to go get fucked up at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... So if people didn't see the fight, uh, GSP choked him out. He got a rear naked choke on Bisping. So to lose that way is is a gentle way to lose, you know? Like when friends choke each other out, 
they use the rear naked choke. It doesn't even hurt, really. Either. That looks to be the preferred one. It's yeah. uncomfortable, but it's not what happened to Joanna. It's not getting your brain yeah. rattled around for, for five seconds uh, until you can't even remember if you tapped. It's Friends never say, let's do the shark in the water drill. I'll pretend I'm uh, you know, getting hit in the head, and you just pound me until the ref pulls you off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that five by five. All right, ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, they use a heavy bag on the ground we'll go until my arm is tired sound good <laughs> yeah uh, God, but the, your ass the first fight of the night I, <laughs> one of the <laughs> i i uh i i immediately regretted our pool bet as because okay. like we, we were in a hurry to get the pool bet like established like you i saw that you and chiz had both picked your card winners and uh, i was like oh let me rush in and get this and i knew all the fighters except for who johnny hendrix was fighting uh -huh. i know johnny hendrix and i and i knew that like he'd had weight problems but i read that he made weight and he still looked good and i was like oh this is a good sign i bet he got a former world champion second best high school wrestler ever people don't know that he did so, in all time like all the wrestlers who've ever wrestled in high school rank, Johnny Hendricks is second. You know, he went to Oklahoma in college. He's a top-notch guy, uh, world champion, and uh, had some trouble making weights. So now he's at 185. Kyle sees his name and a name he doesn't know. Boom. Pick the one Hendrix. you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll write Hendricks in there. Then I see who Hendrix is fighting. Holy fuck, that guy. the Latino commando. <laughs> fucking this Costa guy who looks like he's two weight classes bigger and is ripped and muscular in action figure st he status. He failed the eye test times five. Oh my he God. didn't look real. Here, let's make another bet. He gets busted for steroids before 2019 ends. <laughs> That's the bet I, I'll I, take. <laughs> I would be shocked if that guy doesn't get popped in the next year or two. It, 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 I wanted to test him right then and there yeah. and, and, and use that to get out of the bet because it was clear. Oh, that God. It was like Costa... Costa, like, like, I immediately want to be like, whoa, 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 guys, hang on a goddamn minute. <laughs> Did you bring a, there's a ringer in there what? that cannot be the man who, is, who this the is fuck not is the white Yo Romero in here with Johnny Hendricks? He, he looks like a power lifter, like a bodybuilder. Uh -huh. like he looks like a guy who's gone for looks rather than effectiveness. And I suppose if the fight had drug on for four or five rounds, maybe he does run out of gas, but it's a three round fight. I, I, the other thing is he's Brazilian and, while it's you know difficult to uh, convict an entire country, a general rule of thumb in the UFC is if they're Brazilian, they're on steroids. That yeah. seems to be a trend, and I don't even follow the sport. But every time they're like, oh, man, this new guy, Jose Manduyo, is coming onto the scene. And it's like, oh, uh, and he's out of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he was is, taking horse testosterone. Costa, like, like off the top of my head, I don't know his actual measurements, but he looked three mm -hmm. inches tall or maybe four he looked five inches fucking wider. He looked 20 years younger. With a 21-inch waist. Yo, he's and he just looked tall. three times as good looking. Like, like yeah, all I the know. things we've said. And he's a really good... He was the best looking fighter on the card. And GSP's on the card. Like, like great looking, handsome guy. 20 times in the fight, good. my wife said that I look like that guy. And I'm like, I am so gl glad you can't see well. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I you... I, you said that, and I was like, all right, it, you do have a similar face shape and everything. But Costa is a Brazilian supermodel. Yeah, I know. it's uh, ridiculous. You know, like, it, 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 I immediately regretted that bet when I saw Costa. It was, I, I was like, ah. Oh.
going to be a rough night for me. My wife watched the beginning of the card with me, and I'm like, you can't pick the card by by the looks, right? You know, Fedor, for example, won all his fights, and, and that guy doesn't look like a fighter at all. <sighs> but you can exactly. kind of, right? When it gets ridiculous enough, you know, yeah. when it's some guy who doesn't even look like he trains versus yeah. some guy who's clearly on steroids. It, yeah. Hendrix yeah. looks like I, I, I said it uh, as soon as he came out. I was like, Hendrix has the same physique as Jeremy does. My friend, mm -hmm. my friend, Jeremy, like, like he's got got a bit of a belly hanging over his shirt. Clearly a stout guy. Though, Strong. Right? You know, like like this guy would would pick something big and heavy up and, you know, two feed bags, one on each shoulder and mm -hmm. go to walk in like. He looked country strong, but also like a guy who enjoyed Hardee's in the morning. He gets a couple gravy biscuits, gets get a lot of sugar in his coffee, and he goes oh, about dude, I feel day. like I could attain the Johnny Hendricks physique. You here have in, the Johnny Hendricks the, physique. Maybe better. I may. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm he definitely heavier than, bigger than him. How tall are these guys? He Is must be shorter than you because it's a 185 weight class. Oh, okay. If you, but this if guy you cut to 185, you would look like a supermodel, too. You'd be all ripped up. and. Yeah. Th this guy, Paul... Paulo Costa. Yeah, you're right. He looks like he would be the body that they use to mold like the superhero suit too. Yeah, yes. Like his, yeah. his abs, like he's got a ten pack, and you can see he's worked <laughs> out so hard that those abs are starting to divide like cell mitosis <laughs> because they're like, you know, we we need even more here. Can we fit twenty? And like, <laughs> you can see chest <sighs> striations. Yeah, you know, like his like, delts are like balls attached to his fucking collarbone. It just. It's outrageous. Oh, I, you said collarbone. My brother broke his collarbone last weekend. Ah, that's not that's a, cool a That's injury. a rough injury. Is yeah. it? How, how do you do it? How bad is it? ATVing, it and I haven't called him yet. Yeah, because so. you can't you know, do anything about it. You've just got to put it back in place and then be tender with it. There's no like brace to put on your collarbone. Maybe yeah, an arm it's sling? really a difficult one. Like, and you, it's oh. so painful. A kid on my hockey team broke his because he got checked, and it just instead of rolling into the check, it compressed him, and it just yeah broke okay. like that. And so now, like, he'll still still show sometimes. Like, hey, remember when I broke my collarbone? And instead of it being a one line thing, like you can see without a shirt on, he's got one normal collarbone and then one where it's slightly shorter because it fused together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, at the time, I remember seeing he was like green, like struggling not to vomit. It was so painful. But. Uh, yeah, that's rough. He was skiing and it happened? No, ATVing, the like four-wheeler oh, quads. I don't know the best thing to call it. Four-wheeler. Four-wheeler, okay. Yeah, that's what, like growing up, like, like that's what we always called them. Because ATV does, applies to so many things, and I feel like, like I don't know. I don't know what the correct thing is, but four-wheeler is what I always called them. I and mean, we, we grew up with those things. Have you ever had a three-wheeler? Yes. Well, not owned it, but my friend had one, which is half as good. Death trap. Death trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only cool so... thing about a three wheeler is you can get a wheelie and you can ride that thing all day long. You can you can you can have a lot of fun that way. We we yeah. just like we couldn't drive or anything, so it was like I don't know. We could go somewhere, even if it's only woods locations. Like let's go to the pit. Let's go to the big sand hill. Let's go to this. They all had dumb yeah, names. That was the fun part. Let's <laughs> drive around the pasture, shoot cows with paintball guns. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the woods and build a <laughs> they fort. Don't mind. Let's, <laughs> they don't mind. They, have they don't to even mind. know they that barely you're there. mind. They're literally <laughs> covered in leather. Yeah, they don't mind at all. Uh, Put me in a big suit of cow skin out there and you can shoot me. I won't we, mind. We need to spend a brief amount of time as other animals just so we can settle these debates, right? Is it like, we yeah, shoot potato guns. I don't want to dive too Jesus. down this this uh, this rabbit hole, but like, like, how do you know they don't mind? Because of the reaction that they have when you do it. Okay, like, now reaction. here's the thing. Like, 
I know that needles hurt and my dogs don't even seem to notice, but I think they hurt just as much on a dog. They just, cats, when cats fall from several stories, I'm told that's very painful and sometimes they're injured, but they don't react because, you know, their instincts you need to survive in the wild and holding your arm and crying like a baby is not one of them. That's, that's unique to humans. I've with things that do hurt them and mm. I've seen their reaction though. You shoot them with a shotgun mm. Mm. And they get their ass moving along and get back in the field. Like like oh. we shoot our cows. Is that what they do? Yeah. You did, this bird, did you shoot it with a shotgun? Bird pe- yeah, pellet? Shoot them with bird shot right bird in the ass. Yeah. Like like we've our cows have gotten out before and traveled like a mile and been on the wrong side of a goddamn highway in somebody's wheat field. And it's like you bitches gotta go home. Like like because if a car hits the cow, you're liable for that shit. If your cow mm is out in someone's in the highway a car hits and everybody dies you're liable for that shit so and they're smart like like after a while they hear chick, chick, and they're like oh. <laughs> all right all right we're going we're going boss so all you gotta do is cock it after a while just just pump it a couple times and they get their asses moving and then you find the stubborn cow and you give her a blast in the ass slash pussy and uh, you know from 40 yards 50 yards just enough yeah. to sting the fuck out of her again covered in leather um, and I've also shot him with a paintball um, uh, potato gun. My cousin would be uh, be driving the four wheeler. I'd be uh, like riding shotgun or potato gun, and uh, he'd drive <laughs> us up alongside them. And I'd whoop, fucking blast him in the ass with the tater gun, and and that's a lot of fun. That's I a feel lot like that would probably get their attention more than the shotgun. Aside from the, or did, I don't know how loud a potato gun is compared to a shotgun. I've never, I've never played with a potato gun. You and your friends used to shoot each other with birdshot. What we would do is take the shot out. We'd or we'd either load shells or we just disassemble shells and we shoot the packings at each other because you've got the, the yeah. you know the plastic mm-hmm. packing is in there. Is it called a wadding shot. or is that something specific? Um, they're I think I think both apply to the Kyle same. Kyle and his like, friends like were blowing their wads all over each other. <laughs> As you do. Um, uh, packing wads, you know, like like they're the same thing. Okay. It's, it's sort of synonymous, but yeah, we 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 shoot those at each other, and yeah, they fizzle out after about ten yards. They're and, and lighter a, for, for people yeah, who don't know a shotgun shell at all. It the the pellets that that you shoot hurt are in a little cup. That's the packing, and that yeah. cup is made of a lightweight plastic. So just like even though it leaves the chamber or uh, what am I looking for the barrel really the barrel? fast, uh, it'll slow down. And it's shaped like a backward shuttlecock, so when it comes out, it opens up and hits the wind, so it like th- releases all the shots. So it, it it decelerates real quick. But yeah, we blasted each other with those because you know you got a real gun now, and you can you can load up and boom, boom, and yeah, that was a lot of fucking fun. That's alarm. Man. Most people don't do that. My parents would not no, have don't. been cool with that. <laughs> and, and they were cool with a lot of, uh, of hoodlum shit, you know, in the woods and stuff. We used to have uh, bow and arrow battles. Uh, did you used to do that? No, Ever? that's dangerous. It, yeah. no, no, not, not real bow and arrow battles. It would start with, like, friends. Like, we'd go in the woods and build our own. And after a couple weeks of, you know, we're eight, nine years old. Like, after a couple weekends of that... You've gone from like using dry sticks that like break when you're like, why won't this work? To like you find yourself a nice young sapling, or, like a tree that you take <laughs> down, and then there. eventually <laughs> you start like th- the first person who puts a stone on the head of their arrow. <laughs> that that is when we had problems because the, like uh, the first excuse was like, guys, no arrowheads, and we're like, all right, how about round stones? That'll make it go further and it won't hurt that bad. And then one person gets hit in the ribs with one of those and. 
and fucking Ted's mom has to come over and throw a huge fit, and then we can't <laughs> shoot arrows at each other anymore, and then we didn't hang out with Ted anymore. Yeah. So that's what you get for being a bitch. Take your lumps. You know, when we're playing, when we're pretending yeah. to be Uruk, when I'm pretending to be a, a, an archer of Rohan up there in our sheet fort, and I pop you with a good one, and you're playing the Urukai, of course you go down. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a bitch to tell his mom about it. Like, it, I'll get it if he needed medical care, like if you got him in the eye, but in the rib? Come on. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. He, I bet Ted was a bitch in general, wasn't he? Like, this isn't the first time he complained. He buckled before his friends. He, was not, he also complained once because uh, we used to do this game that... I, they probably wouldn't let you do it recess anymore. Where like I was one of the biggest kids, and there was one kid yeah. once where I like grabbed him by the arms and like you know where like you swing like Bowser, sure, and you skip people going boom, boom, like real yeah. quick. Like we would do that, and but we were in a bunch of grass, so it was safe. And then eventually I would let go and see how far people would go, and it was a fun game. Like nobody you would was throw getting your hurt, friends. especially I would you. Throw my friends. I would yeah, I would throw my friends. People I'll... had trouble throwing me, and so I was always down to play because they're like, hey, you want us to throw you? And if they did, it was like like barely at all. So I always felt safe. But then uh. <laughs> I pulled uh, one of that kid's arms out of his socket because he wasn't, like, holding up. Oh. You know, he wasn't doing his part. You, you don't just, like, go loosey-goosey while I'm doing this. Like, no, we're, we're having a tight chain here. And uh, so oh, then he got nice to hit puberty at seven. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he might not have had the muscle mass. We pulled my daughter's arm out when she was three. I, didn't, I never said you didn't hold up her end of the oh. deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, lesson, though. These are fair. I learned my lesson partially. Uh, I did that also during recess once. Like we, we had a tire swing, and it was like the not the one tire like going vertically. It was the three chains, like so the tire was sitting ah, flat. You know, the yeah. kind that you could really get spinning. And this, there was this really nice girl in our grade uh, named Rebecca, and she didn't like to play on the tire swing that much. But just like all the other games, they were like Taylor, get us spinning because I was bigger. And so I would get people spinning fast. And I was, you know, of course, you don't have much in your in your repertoire at the age of nine. And so you're like, what am I good at fucking getting people going on this thing? Like, I, I will, you come to, you know, you want to spin fast, you come to Taylor at recess. I'll get you going. Taylor's and, uh, a 12-year-old grown-up so with just, none of the responsibility. <laughs> no, none of it. I, uh, I, I put her on there. And, like, and of course, there was like a crowd of kids waiting in line and having fun. And I'm like, all right, Rebecca, let's go. And of course, I wanted to get it going so fast. And I got it going so fucking fast that uh you know her legs were like flying out because she wasn't able to like hold her body like in it anymore like she was starting and she was going wobbly and of course there's two wooden posts that are keeping this thing up and if you are responsible and you stay tight like you're supposed yeah. to like all the other kids did you stay pretty much in the center and you just spin so fast but she you know this this young girl didn't have the upper body strength didn't have the core to deal with what i was throwing out there <laughs> and so and so she slowly goes oblong with her body coming out oh no cracks her head on the wooden beam because of course as she gets off balance it starts rocking yeah so quickly oh all gosh. the kids left the end they were just like this is taylor's game you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing this and so she hit her head really hard she was too dizzy to go get help right away thank god uh and so <laughs> and so i had the chance there. And so, no i didn't leave her i had the chance to go talk to the teacher first and i wasn't a bad kid and so like i got to like tamp down the situation first like miss reeves honestly don't freak out you know me <laughs> rebecca had a mishap not an accident just you know it, it couldn't be less of a big deal. Come with me. And, and <laughs> you know, and, and uh, then they took her and she was fine. She went home early that day. because She was throwing up from being dizzy, too. Hopefully not <laughs> from a concussion. concussion. A little concussion, <laughs> Taylor. She clearly had a concussion. Yeah. She was too and dizzy that, 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 to know that, that, what was up and she was vomiting. You know, <laughs> maybe fine, concussion. 
Have you she got to ride the short bus after else? that, and <laughs> she preferred it. <laughs> have, you, have you ever not gone back and thought about something for so long because, like, you thought you had it figured out, and then yeah. you go back and you realize the truth? Until this very second, <laughs> I was always like, God, I spun that chick so hard, she vomited. And it was like, oh, no, it's because she had a, a, a slight <laughs> she had a good concussion, man. So I was so the opposite wow. my high school experience. Like, I remember this. It was either like the first or second day of high school. So I'm in ninth grade, and the juniors and seniors are stuffing kids into lockers, right? The little ones who couldn't fight back. And I'm looking to my right, and I'm looking to my left, and it's like, these fucking kids are my size. I'm at risk here, you know? Yeah. Like,. <laughs> It is time for me to get my clothes on, keep my head low, and head over to the... Uh, be people would queue up at the end of the locker room uh, be and wait for the bell to ring. And I had to, like, get out of Dodge because woody-sized people were being stuffed into lockers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I... I never had to deal with physical bullying very much. Of course what up. bullying did you have to deal Who with? What bully you? Uh, like a teacher? <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. You didn't have to deal with any bullying. You hardly know. You're like, oh, no, they, I, I had some emotional bullying. <laughs> you can't emotionally bully someone who can physically bully you. That, that is fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, maybe that's why I, I'm not as, uh, as anti-bullying as I am. You know, maybe it's more like, it's not that bad, all you fucking people out there making a scene like it's uh, just to be bigger than the other kids yeah. <laughs> check out these jeans i got check these out oh i this is a right. pka first all right oh those are those stretchy jeans these are the pajama jeans they're pajama pants they're completely stretchy everywhere they have an elastic base waistband but they look like nice straight leg jeans i got them off amazon for 40 bucks and i'm gonna get some more this is all I'm wearing from now on. Or just, it's, no it's actual sweatpants. It was just the illusion of jeans. Exactly. It's actual sweatpants. Like they're really stretchy, but they, you know, they, they appear to the untrained eye to be denim. They're they're fucking excellent. It it is the, one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this is up there. I went out today in these. I really mean, he can lounge around uh, in pajamas pajama all day and answer the door and act like he wasn't doing that. Pajama jeans. They're called pajama jeans. Like I went out today. I went places. I just I threw a polo on over them. You can't tell as long as you don't see the waistband, which is you know like stretchy. Uh, you have to then, specify for men. For men, <laughs> yes, because the ladies' pajama uh, pa uh, jeans they they don't well they're for ladies. And I, if I was a lady, I'd rock a pair of those. They they, they look pretty hot. You know those are nice too. Hmm. Well, damn. are the pockets fake? No, the pockets are real. That's the that, that's awesome. They, they've got regular jean pockets, front and back. Um, they've even got the little uh, like like miniature pocket uh, in in the on, on the uh, you know the, the hip. Uh, the uh, real winner. Very very happy about this. It's it's been. I think I found them. I might order some of these. I, I'm t they're forty bucks. Um, they're excellent. Just, Chiz has a pair too. Uh, I think Chiz's arrive uh, tomorrow. Um, Big, big fan of the pajama jeans. It, it, I, I can't tell you. I, I'm ecstatic. They, they came and I immediately like, they, like I was outside and I was like, oh, pajama jeans. And I just like dropped trowel right there, put them on. I was like, yes, yes, this is the perfect size. They, they fit. They're, they're exactly what I wanted. Very happy about these. Well, well that's good. I've checked out the standings, Taylor. It looks like St. Louis is the second best team in the NHL right now, if you were to go by points. And 
The Carolina Hurricanes are the third worst team in the ah. NHL right now. I so mean, that really sucks. That's not too good. Um, no. Philly, I haven't kept up with them. They beat the Blues the other night. They they played uh, their goalie, Neuverth played fantastic. Like hmm. he he had like 30, 30 plus saves. Had a shutout. It was a great game. Well, if they keep uh, that up, they'll hit five hundred. They will. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm. It's been a weird setting or not settings. A weird standings thing. Like Vegas is doing really really well this Still year somehow. and i'm trying to figure out when they're going to collapse and fall apart but they're doing better than the washington capitals they're doing better than pretty much every team in the league other than oh jersey uh we played jersey tonight they're doing great this year you yeah, knock them uh, down a peg for me they're you? nine three and one yeah i'd like to beat jersey tonight um but yeah it's it this season's going so much better than i thought it would because uh. the like i well i'm glad I, philly I, gave I, you I a great player not be doing well yeah you did you know, oh honestly Braden Shen, I couldn't be happier. Everybody here already <laughs> loves him. We're like, because uh, so many Philly fans are talking shit on him. Oh, he only gets points on the power play. And it's like, uh, no, maybe maybe it's because you're not utilizing this dude right. You know, he's, he's clearly not that happy in Philly right now because he doesn't feel like he's getting the time he needs. And then he comes here and we put him on a line with Tarasenko and Schwartz. And they're like one of the, maybe like the second best line in the NHL Who would so you say far this best? season. I wouldn't know. Um, I think, I, I'm just going by like point totals per game. I'm trying, oh, uh, Stamkos. Kucherov and uh, Killorn or whoever the fuck is Braden Point, whoever's on that uh, Tampa Bay line because they're out of control over there in Tampa Bay right now, going going hog wild. They're so good. Um, so yeah, that's the only team that I think is clearly better than the Blues right now is Tampa Bay, and I kind of put them on an echelon above everyone because like if you just look at how many goals they're scoring, they're, they're doing great. But their yeah, win loss is similar though. It is, yeah. It's it's pretty similar, but I mean, their their top line is so much better than our top line as far as point production. Mm. But who knows? Maybe he'll drop off. I, I hope remember so. Philadelphia used to have a line. I, I'm trying to remember. It was Lindros, like Rene, and John Lemieux, John Lequeux, something like that. And oh, uh, yeah. La, Lacroix. Anyway, they called him the Legion of Doom. They called him the Legion of Doom, and I would get so excited. Like, the Legion of Doom is on the ice right now. Like it's happening. It's going. They're doing. They scored. It was. It was awesome. And our players were bigger and stronger than everyone else back when Broad Street Bullies meant something, and mm-hmm. uh, and that was fun too because they were really skilled and they were really big, and it, it was like nothing you could do about it. And Lemieux threw his body around all the time. He would just break people. Like he he had a mm-hmm. what I remember to be a pretty legal decent check against um played for the Coyotes Jeremy Roenick. And, oh yeah, uh, now he's an announcer and everybody hates him. Smushed his skull like 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 his jawbones touched or something like it was ridiculous and yeah. Uh, yeah and it's like well yeah that when Eric Lindros is on the ice now. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you should move out of the way when Eric tries to check you don't don't absorb that shit Jesus. Uh, yeah yeah there's. There haven't been too many horrible, brutal injuries so far this year, but that just means that we're due for a couple of gross <laughs> ones. You know, someone to get their finger chopped off. You're, actually, you're oh. probably enjoying how uh, how Pittsburgh is totally underperforming so far this year. They have won eight games, lost six, and then lost two in so overtime. Yeah. They're 500, but their goal differential is like one of the lowest in the league. They've let 16 more goals in than they've scored. Which doesn't bode well because it means every time you lose, you're not like a two to three loss. You're getting blown the fuck out. I know you they, didn't like that stat last year. I used to pull it out a lot, and you didn't seem to put much weight in it. Oh no, it it doesn't 
it, it honestly doesn't mean much because what matters is the record. But it is fun when there's a team like Pittsburgh who everybody's <laughs> so, you know, high on. Like, oh, my God, they're going to three-peat again this year. And it's like, yeah, they are really good. But then to see them start off badly, it's, it's nice. They, Not as, they lost a player or two who's supposed to be a big deal. I forget the names. They lose their goalie? Did they? Oh, yeah, they lost Marc-Andre Fleury. He plays for uh, for Vegas now. Um, their other goalie's been doing fine, I guess, and I'm not sure who else they've lost. Uh, they got Reeves from us, Ryan Reeves, our favorite enforcer here. Mm-hmm. But uh, turns out it's kind of what everybody was saying. They're like, oh, they only love him in St. Louis because they've historically always had an enforcer. And it's like, no, he actually like produces and helps too. And then now I look at him doing over, stuff over at Pittsburgh, and it's like, ah, no, they're, that, they're right. Yeah, they're regretting this trade right now because he is not very good at hockey. He's just <laughs> good at hurting people. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I like that. Though. I don't know why they did that anyway. Like, like I don't know. The Flyers don't have any big beatdown guys. They're mostly a skill team at this point as well. I, I would think. Like, I wish the Flyers kind of the would turn that into a winning trend, though. Like, like it. It's all my hockey knowledge is so out of date because I used to follow it a lot. But like, remember mm-hmm. when Jersey came in? They had the left wing lock, and then. Every player, every team starts like, I know, we'll run two forwards and four defensemen. It's just, that's too many yeah. players, but yeah. You know, they, they, so they just take their left wing, slide them back on D, and, and they just played really conservatively, and they won these horrible-to-watch games. And then eventually, like that stopped working well, and teams that could score were beating teams like Jersey, and now they're not so bad. I want teams that can fight to start beating these all skill teams. I want, you know, like, oh yeah, these guys are great, but they're a glass cannon. And when they run up against a team, you know, who's willing to check them, then you know, suddenly they, they turtle up into their shell yeah. and stop doing what they can. I, That's I want... hard to do because like you got yeah. teams like Chicago or Pittsburgh who are so like they're smaller and they're faster and they're very high skill teams. And so if you run a bunch of bruisers out there, like the hardest part, like if you if you actually match up with them, you're going to beat their ass. But baiting them into a fight and catching up to them on the ice, like most of the time you're just going to go too much for a check because that's your job as a bruiser and then they're going to, you know, make a skill pass and then that's what they do. Know, be off to the races. Yeah. 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 That's what they do. But, but if you if we could just turn the tide a little bit, make that a thing. We should probably talk less hockey, but yeah, a yeah. little, a little less hockey. Uh, in uh, in aviation news, um, and also Philly sports news. Um, I, I think he played for the for the Phillies in baseball. Roy oh. Holiday, have you heard of him? He yeah, was he's uh, a, play, a, a pitcher. Yeah, he was a, a pitcher for uh, Philly and a couple other teams. He died in a plane crash today in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Did you hear about that, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a. Blue, I thought they said Blue Jays. I didn't really care to be honest. Oh, Blue Jays and Phillies, I guess. Yeah, and you know. He was our ace for a bit in Philly, I think. He was like our top guy. Uh, and I think he won a World Series. Did, am, I, am I on target there? Do you know? He might have. My baseball knowledge is so lacking. Yeah. Me too, but it just happened. You, you might know <laughs> if you know it was the Cardinals the year they won the Series too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals have won so many. <laughs> I can't possibly great, drag. great pitcher. Not much of a pilot, though. <laughs> was he flying? I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was flying. It was his. Uh, it was his plane. Oh, and, uh, well, Kyle's onto something there. Kyle is yeah. onto something technically there. I mean, yeah, strike three. Usually, people say wait five hours to make jokes. You know, after the, after the time zone, I'm in the clear. I, I don't know any of the details, but tell me. I'm just going to apply my own aviation knowledge. Did he fly it at too high an altitude without oxygen and then get hypoxia? Uh. 
I'm scrolling through the Twitter trending thing, and it's, it's literally so so yet. short a time later. They probably are investigating. <laughs> you know, they they don't know yet. Probably. <laughs> Did he go straight for a while till he ran out of gas? Because that's an indicator. <laughs> I oh, is that an indicator that you passed out and you're just yeah dead up there already? Or you're like uh, drunk-ish, you know, just sort of enjoying the death. Oh man. That's a sad but also kind of good way to die, right? Yeah, like exactly. Freezing to death. Yeah. I've no, heard. freezing to death. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I, I've yeah, heard you're is. not even cold after a while. It's just kind of warm. pleasant, warm, and uh, there's a sleep. there's a strong urge to just sort of nod off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hey, peaceful. Hey, Georgia. Georgia's ranked number one in the playoffs now. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the football team in the country. I saw that. This is, I this mean, is college according football. to those rankings, we'll, we'll see. Well, number two and all in any other kind of ranking that there may be, and we'll play. We'll be playing Alabama at least once uh, this year. You know, SEC championship and then national championship. So, uh, you for, know, we'll, we'll get to do it. I don't we'll know much about college football, but for people that know even less than me, all season long, like the press and I think the coaches rank teams, and then towards the end of the season, there's like an official ranking as to who will get into the playoffs. And that came out either one or two weeks ago. And Georgia, who had been number two in those like unofficial rankings, came out as number one in the playoff rankings. And I think it's because Georgia's beat tougher teams than Alabama has. Is, yeah, does we, that sound right? We, we Any, face our yeah, yeah strength of schedule comes into play, and, and it's also like how badly you beat the teams you play. Mm-hmm. Um, although Alabama's been stomping people as well, you know, dropping 40, 50, 60 points on people. We play Auburn this week, which is our uh, I think they're ranked tenth in the country so uh, that's going to be our okay so that's going to be our uh, biggest um, hurdle uh, yeah after that you guys way. are probably going to steamroll yeah uh, we could Kentucky have a and Tech yeah could have could easily have a perfect season on the way to a national uh, title it's it's within their grasp they just have to perform so that's real cool and we beat Florida so bad they fired their coach <laughs> <laughs> dude we beat Florida badly yeah, and Mizzou is not good this year. Hell, I wish we could have played them instead Florida. of Notre Dame. <laughs> oh yeah, Notre Dame is a is a very good team this year. We just barely squeezed by them. You know, we uh, I mean, if Mizzou wins out, we could still make it into like the fucking Slim Jim Bowl or something. <laughs> the, like, <Boyden> no. <laughs> the the what? The Bourbon Bowl. That's oh, what you the know water what? Boy, the played in. The Boybun Bowl. <laughs> the Boy I haven't watched we, that in so long. I, man, that that movie's so fucking funny. I watched a clip from that the other night. It was it was when uh, he's in class and, and the the Colonel Sanders looking professor is like, "Can anyone tell me why alligators are so abnormally ornery?" And he's like, "I, I know this. Uh, my mama said alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush to brush them with." <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, mama's wrong again. <laughs> No Connor Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> no Connor Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> that's that's one of his best movies. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> NC State was in it against Clemson, and they were in it against Notre Dame, who are currently ranked third and fourth. But NC State is currently unranked now because close doesn't help much. No. Well, again, you might get to play in some kind of a bowl, and, and, oh, and yeah. I don't know. Most people don't care about bowl games, but but if you're really close to you know you get money, your team gets money, and they get to play on a big stage in front of uh, you know a national audience. So that's cool, I guess. They'll get an extra game at the end of the year. Certainly get into a bowl. They're six and three, so that's uh, yeah, they'll be a, they'll have a winning record. Number twenty, NC State playing host uh, to Clemson. Out sorry, I'm playing the video. I didn't mean to. Um, 
Yeah, so so they'll have a winning record, and there's some other things. Like apparently, state fans do a really good job traveling to see the games, and that makes them attractive to like bowl committees. And they have a band, which you'd think is dumb, but apparently that makes you attractive to bowl committees as well. So uh, yeah, we'll get in a bowl. Did you watch any of Ten Star? Not yet. Not yet. I. Uh, just been watching stupid YouTube videos. Man, I promise yeah, you. I've only like, watched like, watch the first, one. give it 10 minutes, and you'll be like, oh, okay, all right, I'm sold. Like, huh. like maybe just, it might just be five minutes. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like, like, as soon as you dip your toes in this water, you're going you're gonna to want a full cup. I, uh, I moved from 10 cup, oh, I, or 10 star, I like that, the, that you're gonna want a full cup playing on the tin cup, you know, brand. Anyway, uh, I haven't. I've only watched one episode of that, and I agree, it's good. Um, I switched over to Stranger Things season two to mm. watch that, and it is not very good. Hmm. In like, uh, like they, some of the things and the writing and the lines are so stupid it's distracting. Where like they'll. There's one thing where, like, one of the kids, I won't spoil anything, but he, you know, the one who got fucked with last season by having to go into the upside down and all that. And even last year, like, oh, my God, the upside down. Like, I wish the first adult they told that concept to is, like, we appreciate your help here, kids. We're going to call it something different uh, from here on out because that's stone cold retarded. I'm not going to do that. And, like, one of the kid asked the kid now, they're like, so you're having, like, visions of, of you know, that other world? And he's like, yeah, like, they're like memories, but they're like now memories. And then they're like, Tell us about these now memories. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, just call them visions. Just call them visions. Like, it's, it's like I'm having a memory, but it's in the present. If only there was a word for it, like a vision, something established in this sort of realm. Like, no. And so now, like, like adults will ask this kid, like, in the season, like, you know, any more now memories to report to us? And it's like, oh, cry. Oh, my God. That's so poorly written and stupid. And then some of the dialogue between the kids is... Like, it, plausible, you know, or, you know, suspension of disbelief, rather, like, where kids don't talk that way in real life as they do in shows, you know, because adults are writing the lines. But some of the ways they talk, like, it's so clever and, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheeky that it's like, this is, this is, uh, you're, you're, you've pulled me out of the moment. Two seconds ago, this kid with teeth problems was having trouble doing basic math, and now he's <laughs> breaking out, like, Nietzsche quotes or something. Like, no. No. Anyway, it, it's not nearly as good as the first season. Yeah, Very I, I haven't gotten into it yet. I watched a few minutes of the first episode, and I, I, I couldn't be bothered. I've been watching this show called Peep Show. On, uh, it's on Hulu. Like That's the easiest way that to watch British it. Heard of it. That, it's a British comedy show that's really fucked up. Um, it, it's, they're, they're just terrible people <laughs> um, and, and really have a hard time in life. They're, they're just real losers. Uh, he's got kind of an inner monologue going a lot of the time. and like He's insecure because his balls are enormous, apparently. And he, like, <laughs> he's always scared the girls are going to see his balls. And uh, he's just always just... Never getting the girl, like getting close to getting the girl, and then like his friend will like fake OD and ruin it. Like his friend's just a real cunt. I've got another friend who's just a flame. He's smoking crack in their apartment. He's like, is he smoking crack? Drugs are cool, Mark. Get with it. It's the times. And he's like, but the crack, crack. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty fucked up show. And the but it's I don't know. It's easily digestible. There's not much of a storyline going on. You can you can watch an episode or two and then zone out. It's it's kind of like YouTube. I'm not sure it makes for a compelling story, but I had a really amazing weekend. I did that uh, paramotor thing I talked about. So the the mission was to launch from my house and to land at the airport where like Wilbur and Orville Wright took off, and we did it. 
and like we had three fuel stops away on the way everywhere we landed we were like celebrities literally no fewer than like six or seven people would come up take pictures ask questions about them they'd see the police were coming at one of the gas stations the cop came if there weren't wires he was going to stop traffic and let us launch in the street and uh i had mechanical problems at one point just a loose belt and the guy like took me in the back of his pickup and drove me to his dungeon where his tools were and i fit you know tightened it up in a real hurry and flew away trying to beat the sun and it was like it was like a life experience like it was just a one day thing but it was really cool and then we were gonna fly the next morning so we grabbed like you know the hotel luggage carts where you stack your suitcases on we put the lawnmowers on that and it took them like a mile away to the uh not the lawnmowers the paramotors same thing and uh and we're like filling up at the gas station with our paramotors on the hotel luggage carts and uh it, it was really really neat my, my we, we, it was a big deal it, at the hotel a crowd gathered like there were like 10 drunks i don't know why they were drunk i, I got the yeah i got the idea it was like a bachelor Let party me or something take that for a spin. One of them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like can he wear it can he wear it you know like the one guy was really really interested in it so we let him put it on and they took his picture they said it was his birthday that might have been a lie but you know it was like well it was your birthday yeah i guess you know put this thing on and uh yeah, I don't know. Just... keepers. Away. <laughs> uh, it was cool. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's no pair of pajama jeans, but it's, it's, no, I I, uh, I I got your pictures and I was like, ah, oh, got they did get out the luggage carts. That's hilarious. Yeah, that that that's funny. It was. So, so how long was the total flight like between the time you left and the time you you made it? Back? So we had some mechanical problems. I th if I were to throw it out, let me just think real quick. From like it landed around seven ish and we launched around ten, so that's nine hours. But I bet we spent more than three at like fuel stops and stuff. Yeah. So that does uh, sound fun. Yeah, that's really cool. it was neat. And then there were a bunch, you know, everyone else is on paramotors and we're all the same sort of like, you know, can we believe we're taking these ridiculous machines and doing something semi-useful with them? Like you never do. I launch from my yard, I land in my yard. That's what I do. It, you know, to, to suddenly like, even if it was a four-wheeler or that's what you call it, right? Four-wheeler? Even mm -hmm. if it was four-wheeler and you're like, you know what? Let's take these things 250 miles to the beach. Like that'd be an adventure. But yeah. butt fan is, you know, that times two, I think. So it was a cool thing to do. Yeah, that sounds um, fun. I have some footage I need to edit up, make a video. So, good times. I don't know. I'm still on a high from it. As soon as I got back, like, not soon, the next day, I'm on Google Maps, like, all right, you know, what's interesting within 250 miles from Raleigh? Like, that's about as much as I can fly in a day, I think. I'm like, yo, we could go to the mountains. We could go here. I, it doesn't even have to be that interesting. If I just found, if 200 miles from here, there was a good diner with a field next to it, I'd make a mission out of it. Did you get your bear spray? Yes. Yeah, the bear spray is currently yes, sitting in the uh, in the in the cup holder of the golf cart. And as a matter of fact, it's trash day. If I go out there, <laughs> it could go down tonight. But nice. uh, I, I, we have literally, I think talking to him did the trick. And I tried not to be an asshole. Like, like, I, like I said, in the, as I told it the first time, I've had an aggressive dog. I'm empathetic to it. But um, I uh, haven't seen the dog since I t spoke to him. So it seems like they've decided like, oh, I guess we can't have an aggressive dog roaming the neighborhood anymore. That's good. Hopefully you I'm never have to use it. I watched a good story if it, if it gets down to that. <laughs> I watched some videos of people using bear mace on different things, bears. Mm -hmm. uh, one where a guy used it on a person. 
Uh, it's it's very effective. I I, I really hope that you uh, you you get to use it. That'll be fun. I, if you ever get in like a paramotor race, if you could rig up like two cans of bear mace to spray behind <laughs> you, you know, like uh, wacky racers or whatever, where like you get in front and you just missed the people behind you, like they, it wouldn't be enough for them to a hundred percent know, you know, maybe what it was, but it would be enough to really upset uh. them. There, you see, like, the World Paramotor <laughs> Championships are going on right now. You've probably been watching it. Um, ah, <laughs> but <I'm caught> up. <laughs> but uh, it, there's this high drama. The French team pulled out. They said it was too dangerous this year. And uh, uh, that's, that's uh, it's fun to watch. them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, they're, so basically, when you push the speed bar, it makes it so that turning is super dangerous, right? Like picture your wing going through the air like this, you know, tilted up. And then to get your wing in its fastest configuration, you sort of straighten it out. But if you pull the brakes, this being the trailing edge, it, it pulls the brake down a bit. And uh, that has the effect of lifting it and crumples the front of the wing and they crash. So, uh, so you can't steer while you're in your fastest mode. That's the takeaway from that. And the goal is to race around these pylons in like figure eights. So they go real straight, they go real fast, and then they like quick get off the speed bar and make their turn. Part of the course was over land, which isn't, that's not how you're supposed to set up the course. And uh, um, the French team is like, no, like, no, we're all pulling out collectively. We're not going to crash on the ground. Pussies. People are crashing though. No one's crashed on the ground yet, but I'm watching them just like take these they fall from like 50 feet in the air into the water. Yeah. And, uh, well, like, if you're going to get some more viewership on the world championship paramotor race, <laughs> it's like NASCAR. If all of a sudden they were like, whoa, 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 that turn is far too sharp. All right. <laughs> like, like we could hit the wall. And so you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You will hit the wall. But Someone will. On the other hand, NASCAR does do stuff, right? Like all of a sudden it's like restrictor plates for everybody. Hans devices, roll cages, you know, like NASCAR tries to keep the drivers safe, and the ratings go down. That's a bunch mm. of bullshit. I, <laughs> I, as soon as I quit watching, as soon as they put those rear-facing wings on the cars, so that when they start spinning, it decelerates them. It's like if the car's going mm -hmm. backwards, like they flaps pop up. pop up to slow them down, and to keep the car from like flying Ooh. into the air and flipping. <laughs> that you'll never get those old uh, crazy bullshit crashes where everybody's flipping up. through the air yeah. and like fireballs are going off like that eh. uh, as soon as Dale, I, I remember when people died all right you know we were watching <laughs> when dale earnhardt died it was that that was a good day we got to see some real shit i'm not a nascar guy <laughs> and i remember watching when dale died and the announcers were like "Ooh, that's a bad one and I, to me, I'm like, I don't know. It looks like all the other ones. Like he kind of hit, it's not like he went straight into the wall. Yeah. He hit a wall and then like curved and stuff. And like, I, I, to me, I was like, I don't know. It just looks like all the other crashes, but they knew what they were talking about. And there was a dead guy in there. In class, the teacher was like, this is a, this is a dark day. This <laughs> is, you think we're going to look back on this like we did when Princess Diana died or. Or when JFK was shot. And, and in Georgia, that. they still do. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, you, you think, you? I see people with trucks with, like, no, the number three on the back and, like, remember Dale. forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, they, they, have, they commemorate this, this dead guy on the back of their pickup truck, you know? This guy who drove cars fast. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, I, 
He, he was an asshole. Was he? They called him the intimidator for a reason. He hit yeah. people. Like, come on. Yeah, it seems like he's like right up your alley for what you wanted in that sport, though, right? Well, if he he's was. called the intimidator and he he would bump people on purpose. Yeah, he crashed people on purpose. Yeah, that's what he did. He was a he was a that's a good point. Reckless, aggressive driver, and yeah, I, who cares? It's a silly sport. They're driving in circles, like like. Eh. Yeah, that's got to be one of those sports where it's just all about the environment. Like the environment. It's the biggest itself. spectator oh. sport in the world, right? Yeah. Like, 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 there'd be like a quarter million people at those things. It's, it's, yeah. it's enormous because the track's so big. They just got seating all the way around. I've never been to one. I can't. You can't get me to go to a spectator event when I can get a better viewing experience here at home with my television. Like, like, just look at football. Like, but football's kind but, of annoying when you don't have the yellow and red line showing you. Like, you're the, so right. The, <laughs> but you went to a <laughs> hockey game, the and the aren't they better in person? Yeah, hockey games yeah. are better. That and that's because of the small rink size, you know, the small playing area, and mm. the fact that you can get right down there on them. Like, like that that Colorado game we went to, that that was excellent. Mm. Although I, I was at a Thrashers game, and I was like, I don't know, maybe like twenty dollar tickets or something like that, and that was lame. That that, that was much less fun than what uh, Taylor and Shiz and I did. That yeah, was, there's a reason the Thrashers left twice. Yeah, yeah they, they, <laughs> they did not. Put good teams on the ice for the, the most part. We had a good year that year. I uh, and uh, Kovalchuk. The last Hurricanes oh, yeah, game yeah, I went Kovalchuk. to, I took notice of a couple things. Of course, there's the the skill difference, right? And I'm like, wow, they take like two strides from blue line to red line. They're you know to center ice. Like that takes me five strides. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a whole like oh my god, how are they? Why is every stride so effective? The other thing, their ice was really white. Whereas when you play in the beer league, it gets kind of gray or something over the yeah. course of the season. And uh, and all their uniforms were perfect. Like, it was the first day they wore them. And meanwhile, was- mine, you know, they look terrible. They look awful. I like uh, – it, it's annoying to me. I know I, I'm not paying for their sticks or anything. But, mm. like, ev- like, the players who just break sticks, you know, every period, like, like a pass will go wrong and they'll be like, fuck, and break mm. it. It's like, oh, there's 300 more dollars. Yeah, just break another one, asshole. Like I, in basketball, like you don't see them like miss a shot and get the ball back and just stab <laughs> it and be like, "Fuck that ball, get another one out here." <laughs> that <laughs> is totally the parallel. <laughs> Goalies do it too. Goalies break their stick over the nets, or or players just throw a temper tantrum and, uh, yeah. yeah. But you as a regular I mean, player, like it, it, I enjoy the tantrum. When you don't have an outlet for that rage, mm-hmm. you get basketball players storming into the stands and just whooping the shit out of random attendees. I'd rather watch that. (laughs) Hey, that guy deserved it. He was next to a dude who threw beer. That's right. That's exactly what happened. He he, he should have known not to be sitting in the section he paid for. (laughs) I think the only equivalent to that is when in basketball when they break the glass. glass. Yeah. The backboard, yeah. Oh, Shaq used to do that. Shaq would sit there and claim that he did the physics on what it took. Like, mass times velocity equals force, and it takes it. Shut the fuck up, dude. You were just grabbing the rim. You weighed 300 pounds, and you reached <laughs> up and grabbed something. Of course, you don't need math. Did they make a yeah. rule against it? People don't even try it anymore. Or maybe they, no, they strengthened just, uh, the nets. Made it, they just strengthened it, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if any of that. He used true. to break the backboard, and then he used to tear down the whole like mechanism. Rim? Well, not just the uh, rim, but like the rim and the backboard and the arm would come all tilting over. Jesus! Yeah, there's cameramen under there. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is, is a little dangerous. He's under there. You know, he would get it. I don't think anyone ever got hurt, but yeah. He's big. He could take it. Yeah, he would have been fine. I don't know. You're giving him a lot of credit. <laughs> I think big if a net falls on someone, he's hurt. You see that picture of him and Demetrius Johnson next to each other? No. He, sh- he takes shits bigger than Demetrius Johnson. <laughs> he- Demetrius Johnson is just barely above Shaq's waist. It's absurd. Demetrius Johnson, for people that don't know, is the probably the most skilled, best pound per pound uh, UFC fighter to have ever lived. Right? There's GSP, a couple guys. Man. Nah, it's GSP. Okay. GSP. The, it's, Demetrius it's Johnson, GSP, and Anderson Silver, I think, is the short list. You know that that's those are the three that that people talk about, and uh, uh, but he weighs 125 pounds. So I wonder how big a man he can beat up. John Jones. I, I I think I think because of strength of schedule, Demetrius Johnson ta- is falls behind a uh, a John Jones who cheated his way through the whole thing, or a uh, uh, um, a um, George St. Pierre because hasn't George won three belts now in in two different weight classes? That's exactly right. Yeah, and John like, Jones is a good. I guess I didn't count him because of the whole drug thing, but yeah. Also, strength of schedule is a funny thing, and it's not just fighting. It's any sport, right? Like, Michael Jordan didn't have a great um, rival, you know, because he dominated. Am I right on that? Like, who was his rival? Ewing? Olajuwon? Magic, uh, Charles Barkley. Really? Like, I think of Magic and Bird, right? Charles Barkley never won a single time, right? Charles Barkley's rivalry with Michael Jordan was much like my own, <laughs> completely winless. <laughs> so, and, and that's kind of, so does that make Jordan less of a player or more dominant? And that's the argument that you could use on the other side of the DJ thing. Like, I don't know. It just seems like we're going to find out when TJ whips his ass. That, oh, so if people don't know, TJ fights in the weight class above 135 as opposed to 125. And he thinks he can make 125. And he called out TJ. I'm sorry, called out Demetrius Johnson, DJ. And he said no. He didn't want to fight. He wanted to fight a, a guy who was always in his weight class so that he could, I think, break the consecutive title defense record. Well, he did it. And now he's talking about a money fight. And TJ wants a money fight. And he's like, look, I'll go down to 125 and I'll whip your ass. Man, if he beats the scale, I want to see that fight so bad. Yeah, I, I I absolutely do. That'll be a big fight. Uh, he talked about how he'd do it. He's like, yeah, I'd have to lean down. I'd have to, uh, you know, lose some of this muscle mass. Um, but but I can absolutely hit that weight, and uh, I I think he can. Why he looked incredible. TJ looked incredible in the ring. Uh, maybe better than Costa, just a miniature version. Like like hmm. his core is just absurd. Like 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 every bit of him is absurd. TJ looked amazing interesting so thing about it, tj oh, i'm sorry i thought there was a break you could shed that weight and get down there he uh, never looks bad right like if you catch john jones between fights he doesn't even look that athletic he gets straight so. up fat um there's a couple other guys you know who just they really they get into shape during camp tj just lives the lifestyle of always being really really fit and yeah uh, i don't know I, I don't know if he can do it he says he can do it so what do i know I want it. I want, I want it. it. I know I, I want it. Yeah. I want. I want TJ to get whooped. Or <sighs> I want Demetrius Johnson to lose. To, to lose. That's what I want. I, I I like these super fights. What I'll tell you what I want. What I really want is GSP versus Connor. I, I want GSP versus Connor. I want that fight at 155. 
At 155, I do too. I GSP says he can make it. I don't know what. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I, and, and like Rogan was talking about this, he's like, because they were shitting on Madison Square Garden. They're like, it's old and run down. He's like, like, well, how about Ali doesn't fight there anymore? Like, like that's it, there used to be amazing things there, but like not anymore. Rogan was like, eh, Rogan started talking about the Coliseum. He's like, imagine that if you had GSP versus Connor in the Coliseum. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, that would be incredible! Like, imagine like 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 the low camera, and you can see like the 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 walls and stuff all decayed, and, and you know there's only like seating room for like twelve hundred people or something like that. So it'd be oh. this small crowd of. Isn't it, the Coliseum a, also the name of a giant football like where USC plays? I have no idea, but I'm talking yeah, about yeah, the, the real Coliseum, like in Rome, right? Oh, like, I wonder like, which yeah. one they were talking about. They were talking about the ancient Colosseum as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, when I heard Colosseum, I'm thinking that 80,000 seat place where I think... No, I'm going the other way. Yeah, yeah, we're going to the the ancient Colosseum, like where Bruce Lee and... uh, and, um, What's fucking... Hakeem Olaf? No, uh, No, Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar? Um, it's uh, Chuck hey, Norris, the white guy, Chuck Norris, yeah, Chuck Norris. Uh, in uh, I can't remember which movie, but Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris fight in a fake Coliseum. It's uh, so bad, <laughs> the, the, like it's like uh, forward screen projection or whatever they call it, where they like fake that they're in the Coliseum. But like, oh man, I would love to see something like that. I I, I don't know if it's a, it's it's not feasible, I guess. But GSB said he would come back at 155, like when he was teasing this whole comeback, mm-hmm. like in like. February or whenever, I think he'd make I, 155. He just seems like such a professional. He said he was small for 170. He never seemed small to my eye. Yeah, he's so jacked. Uh, uh, but apparently really muscular guys can drain more water, cut more weight than fat guys. So And the muscle's more dense than fat, so you know he, 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 could, he could lose the muscle too. He's got, he would have to. Yeah, it would guess. be interesting. Um, that that I want to see. Oh my God! Imagine if that's the same card. DJ versus TJ. GSP versus Connor on one card. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And then you get you know maybe do that Rose uh, Joanna rematch because that's got to come next for Rose. They got to re. They got to run that thing back. They got to do that again. Yeah, I. Usually when there's a rematch, the same thing happens. But it's like, well, that wouldn't happen again. That was a one in a million, right? Yeah. Right. And, I don't and Rose comes flying arm bars, and you're like, oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you see the one where Rose won by flying armbar? They yes. So for people that don't know, Rose has a YouTube channel, Hyper Die. She doesn't really do it anymore, but she used to. <clears throat> and four or five years ago, they vlogged their whole day on a Rose fight night. And uh, there she is ahead of time, like nervous and such. And then they get the fight. Her fiance, Pat Barry, boyfriend at the time, was just so excited for her win. It was so genuine and so awesome. You love it. She won by flying armbar, if I recall. And uh, after the fight, she's just crying with joy. Just tears, you know, like can't believe how great things are. She's really sweet. That's, I've liked her since before she was in the UFC. Did you see her fight against the karate hottie? Yeah. Fucking yeah. face kicks her and then rear naked chokes her and there's blood just oozing out of the out of her uh, out of her nose. Uh-huh. I, I that that was that was hardcore. Her like, fight against oh, Paige Van Zant was one of my favorites. Good, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that too. Paige needed a good ass whooping. I, I I don't I don't like I don't like that 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 
she's just a pretty face to sell to sell Reebok shit. I I, I like when she catches a good ass whooping. Oh, I like Paige too. I, I've never seen Paige ever give an interview where she didn't come off as really nice and likable. Yeah, of course she's nice and likable and pretty, and but I, I'm watching people beat each other's skulls in. Like like that's what I'm here for. Like she's it's, pretty it, good at that. Well, not against Rose, she wasn't. Not against Rose, she wasn't. No. Well, actually, that fight went... Did it go five rounds? I forget. But I remember it being long and hard. And Paige Van Zandt did not win. It wasn't like it was a close fight. But she took a tremendous amount of abuse. And that's when she yeah, cemented herself in, the, in my eyes as a fighter. Right? You know, like a fighter is not just someone who goes in there, touch a death you on the nose. and like that, I guess that's a fighter. But someone who doesn't give up when the going gets tough like that's a kind of fight she did tap to the choke <laughs> very she, fast like she, that, that choke went did she and she went one Dude, two tap 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 her face was a bloody mess and yeah, her face up. her face is her fortune and she was just like yeah i was thinking that you guys are the Rose ones worried about this face i'm in her. here yeah she was. She's a fight. She has a fighter's heart, a fighter's soul. I like Paige Van Zant. She's not as good as Thug, I guess, but she's she's a fighter in her in her, in her on the inside. Yeah, for, for Taylor's benefit, she's like she is the best looking uh, UFC yeah. fighting woman. She's very hot, and and Rose is dropping those elbows on her, and you just, and you're like, oh man, if she hits one of those right, it's gonna be like a fucking battle axe hit this chick in the forehead. It's it's gonna it's gonna be bad. Uh, I don't want to watch a pretty girl get beat up. Right? That makes it sadder. Both of those that I just... Uh, Michelle Waterman, I think is her name, the karate hottie. She's uh, Asian, very pretty. And uh, and uh, wow. this chick, Paige Van Zandt, also very pretty. She uh, is very pretty. Yeah. I, I can put her on the screen for people watching the video version. That's what she looks like. She's yeah. pretty. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And... Uh, yeah, she's still pretty. They heal up pretty well. They got a good cut man in the UFC. <laughs> yeah, I, GSP somewhere right now, all stitched up. I was impressed. I, I, I was, I was ha- very happy when he's when Bisping was throwing those elbows from the bottom. I thought that was it. I was like, when they get back up, only one of these fighters is going to be able to see. I, if that cut had been here instead of here, he was. That, that could have been the fight. I've asked Joe what, like, what is that like? You know, to have blood in your eyes. You know, what is, he's like, you know, have you ever opened your eyes in the shower? He's like, it's like that, but red. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh. and I've, um, I, I used to do off-road racing a tiny bit and I've had that, I've had mud in my eyes, like a uh. really liquidy mud and uh, the same sort of thing. Like it, it's just, it's mud. It's, it's like having, looking underwater, but it's brown. I've had milk in my eyes and, oh, and that's, that's about uh, the, yeah, that's very hard to see through. <laughs> I can imagine. It's just like blood or mud. It, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, so GSP was doing kind of a, a different kind of blink, like like a hard sort of trying to clear this off blink yeah. and, and Rogan pointed it out, but, uh, you know, the, he hit Bisping just right. And then he went down and finished him. And, and if you heard him talk about it afterwards, you know, he, like he gave Bisping some space to get up and then that exposed his back and he baited him into being able to take his back. And, uh, you know, he sure put can. the, he put the rear naked choke on incorrectly and still made it work. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was the wrong side, but still That's his right. hands were hitting so well. His hands were, they, they, it was it was way back here. Like they, there was nothing to grab onto. It was the escape the was side. there. Like Bisping could have potentially twisted his body in it. Like that's wow. you know he he only controlled the side that he didn't want to roll. The side he did want to roll, Bisping or I'm sorry, GSP didn't have good control on. 
But uh, squeeze that man's head so hard yeah. as I went. I'm sure if I was in that position, I'd have rolled properly. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. One of his big eyes looks the wrong way because he got it knocked silly one time, and, and he choked oh. him so hard that thing looked in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, weird. Bisping said he was going to retire if he lost, and afterwards he was like, uh, I don't know what else like to do. That. I really like money. So I think I'll keep fighting. It's like, yeah, ah. he'll go fight in England on that England on that uh, Liverpool card, yeah. Liverpool card, and they'll give him an easy fight, and he'll whip somebody's ass, and he'll ride off into the sunset with another check. I'm curious, Taylor. What did you just look at? What did I just look Can at? Can you say? I... Oh, it, it just my oven clock. Okay. <laughs> in your other apartment, you used to look over every so often, and I always assumed you were looking at your girlfriend, like you know, telling her. Oh yeah, and the time older... estimate or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, I'm, I don't I, I guess I shouldn't have asked. Maybe it was impolite, but I, was, I had to know. Oh, no, it, it's an <laughs> oven clock. And, I, and the reason I was, I was paying attention to it is because I'm like, it's already, it's already 7.23. And I'm like, oh, no, the whole time thing. I need to switch that and fix yeah. that. Ah. It's only 6.23. There's a little look into my life, totally behind the times on my oven clock. <laughs> I <need> to, <laughs> everything's in shambles. I need Dude, to I, if... It doesn't, it's, again, not a great story, but because it gets dark at like 5.11 now, I can totally go paramotoring, land, and still hit Taylor's preferred 6 p.m. PKN start time now. Like this time of yeah. year, there's no conflict. There, there are times in the summer where I'm like, ah, if the day starts with two, I can't, or T, I can't fly. That's a good way to think of it for me, that we can do earlier PKN now, because I always hate this time of year, because it's just depressing. Like, by hmm. the time you're off work, it's just dark, and you're like, oh, well, I guess what do I want to do? Uh, well, I feel like doing nothing because there's no hmm. sunlight to even take advantage of. But it, it's been so glum around here the past week, just, like, uh, constant, constant cloudiness and rain. I think that's what's coming our way now. It started today. We had nice yep. weather. Why mowed we yesterday? Got a, uh, it, it rained, so we had a crazy thunderstorm roll through today with hail and lightning and uh, trees getting blown around. They, like, like, pretty big hail. Like Yeah, that's notable. Yeah, like, di I don't know if I would say, like, kind of dime-sized, I guess. Like, like, large hail. Like, you could see it on the ground scattered about. It we was, just had uh, that scary. depressing, leaky gray sky thing, you know? Yeah, and I hate that. It's like, it's hardly even, like, you know, we wouldn't use an umbrella for this kind of falling mist, but... You know, there it is. It's, I guess it's a drizzle. There's a word for it, but somehow that doesn't. It's just enough to ruin outdoor activity, basically. Mm -hmm. Just enough. Yeah, I, I was toggling the windshield wipers between full, slow, and off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, call it a wrap. A wrap eh? yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, PKN episode one sixty eight. Rain talk. <laughs>